0: The college planning edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. This episode brought to you by Lockwood Inner Circle. That is a, a membership that... Pearl and I created, because we hear it all the time from parents that they're not getting everything they need from their guidance counselors. The fact of the matter is, is that you begin building that body of work, or your child does, from ninth grade forward, maybe even earlier, because every class, every extracurricular, every summer opportunity, et cetera, that all goes into that body of work that will ultimately be summarized in a closing argument, the college applications, three and a half years later. So we created the Lockwood Inner Circle membership because so many parents have no idea what they should be doing and when they should be doing it. Timelines, deadlines, you name it. Also, the membership includes a double secret tool that we use to help predict chances of getting in to your dream colleges and everywhere else you're applying, as well as the odds of winning fat, juicy merit and need-based financial aid offers. It's a privately available tool that's proprietary, and it was developed by someone really high up in the, uh, on the totem pole at an elite Ivy League institution and someone who was actually very deeply involved with the College Board back in the good old days. So it's all available to you at LockwoodInnerCircle.com. Podcast listeners get 50% off of this membership by using the coupon code PODCAST when they check out. Please enjoy the show, and if you like what you hear, We wouldn't mind if you gave us a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. Go for five or six stars, maybe seven stars, whatever you can do. It's kind of a shameless uh, request, but you know what? It helps our reach and get through to other parents. So I would appreciate it. So would Pearl. She doesn't know I'm asking you to do this, so let's just keep that between us. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of FAC Us Friday. I think we're on number seven. Possibly six. Not great with numbers. So, um, this is a weekly short little show that we do on our Facebook page, lockwoodcollegeprep.com slash Facebook. Oops, Facebook.com slash Lockwood College Prep. Didn't mean to discuss the merger. Hope I don't get sued by the SEC. Um, and uh, it also goes on our podcast. The College Planning Edge, which you can listen to on Apple Tunes. So um, last night I did a webinar. We had a a great turnout, 160, 170 people showed up, and uh, we talked about how to get money for uh, financial aid and uh, merit aid for college in turbulent times. It was great. I really enjoyed doing these things. Uh, I got a bunch of great questions, which I enjoy even more than uh, going through my slides, which to me is a little bit boring and monotonous, but the feedback was great. I wanted to share a question that I did not cover until it was asked of me about the 529 college savings plan, because a lot of people just sort of um, assume that the 529 is a great plan for anyone, no matter who you are, no matter what you earn, no matter how much you have saved, no matter what colleges your child is applying to, and so forth. But the truth is that the 529 can be friend and foe. It really depends on the situation. So I covered that in the webinar last night. Um and that's not the topic today today's topic is a a variety of the five twenty nine- uh, called the grandparent five twenty nine at least what that's that's what I call it. so the grandparent five twenty nine is when a uh grandparent of the child who's headed to college opens up a five twenty nine on behalf of that child so the child is the designated you know, beneficiary or or equivalent, and the grandparent grandpa grandma or grandpa Bubbears 80, you know, pop-up, whatever. Uh, they are the owner of the 529. So the question is, where do, I, where do I put that on the financial aid applications? Where does that go on the FAFSA? Where does that go on this uh, CSS profile? That was the question I received. I want to plus that question so I can give a better answer. The rest of, this, of the question is, how does that hurt me? Or what's the effect of having that 529 set up by grandma or grandpa, Bobby or Zadie. And the answer is that because the FAFSA is about parent assets and parent income and child assets and child income, it actually does not go anywhere. The grandparent 529 is a ghost on the FAFSA. It's also indirectly... Referred to, but basically a ghost on the CSS profile. So here's what I mean. Um, because the grandparent owns the 520, it doesn't go there. But don't get too excited and crazy, because it does catch up to you on the on the FAFSA. So let's say uh, hypothetically uh, the child enters college in uh, in 2020, and let's assume you know college is going to actually happen hypothetically. And um, the, the grandparents take $20,000 of their 529 account that they set up and they send that to the college or they give that to their kids who then in turn send that to the college. That money, the college never knew about that money because it doesn't get disclosed on the CSS profile or the FAFSA, but the following year, it's actually two years because there's a, a two year look back. In 2022, that amount, that twenty thousand dollars, will factor into the child's eligibility. So half of that ten thousand dollars, half of the twenty, is going to be, uh, is going to represent the penalty to the child because it is considered income, not for IRS purposes, but income for financial aid purposes to the child. And because there's a two year look back, it catches up. So in the child's junior year of college, they're assuming everything else stays the same, which is another big assumption. Then the child's eligibility will decrease by $10,000 or 50% of that $20,000 that the grandparents sent that year, that base year. So um, what do you do? Well, an obvious strategy would be if you can do this, is to, is to delay using those funds set up by grandma and grandpa a couple of years because there is this two-year look back for income on the FAFSA, Free Application for Federal Student Aid. And therefore, if you don't use that money until junior year of college, then it won't show up anywhere in any successive FAFSA filing because that's just the way the regs work currently. They could change, but that's the way they work now. So that's how you avoid getting penalized for having a grandparent uh, 529 on the FAFSA. Okay. Just to round out this discussion and then you can go back to your coffee or whatever you're doing. Um, the CSS profile does not ask about grandparent, um, assets, but it does ask a question. Do you anticipate any assistance from friends or family members? I believe that that the purpose of that question, you know, the intent behind that is to pick up accounts that family members and other relatives have opened up on behalf of the of the children. So then it's up to you in good faith to answer that question. Either, yes, I do believe that there is a 529 set up by my rich uncle Jerry or grandma, grandpa, Bubby Zadie. Um, but uh it's it's you have to govern yourself accordingly. I certainly don't judge. No one judges on Facebook, so I, you know, I am too and part of the non-judgmental Facebook community. That's me, uh, my wife, Zuck. Um, So that's, but that's why the CSS profile asked that question. So sometimes people set aside money, they don't really call it a 529 or they don't, uh, some sort of other like trust or custodial account or something like that, that also would get picked up by that question on the CSS profile. So the question of whether or not you have to file a CSS profile really depends on what your college, each college on your list requires. So, not to get in the weeds here, because I wanted to wrap this up. Every college in the country takes the FAFSA. So if you have a grandparent 529, that's probably uh, and, and and your colleges only take the FAFSA, then you're probably in the clear. If you're applying to one of the f- uh, 400 or so colleges that require the additional f- form, the CSS profile then you have to uh, be wary of how to answer this question. And there's also other forms that, that are out there, but this is a gross oversimplification in about five minutes. So that's all I got for you today. Thanks a lot for watching. And if you have any questions, you can check out, check out our website, LockwoodCollegePrep.com. Check out our podcast, College Planning Edge. And you can contact us by emailing us. I'll put the email right here in the post. Thanks for, uh, for spending this time with us and talk to you soon. Have a great weekend.